Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, like emotions bubbling up, uh, physical sensations, uh, time, travel, temperature, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be, uh, you know, work stuff or sh- changes in your shift. And it could even just be that baffling uh, lack of sleep where you say, well, I don't know, Scoots, I just can't get to sleep. And I say, well, I'm here. I'm here to help. I'm here to try to help. Uh, if you're new here, welcome. I'm going to create a safe place, I said, where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Whatever it is, where ideally you feel treated with dignity and respect and welcomed. If you'd like applause when you uh, enter the safe place, we have an auto applause uh, validation detector so that you'll receive validating applause. And whether you, like, if you don't, you say, no, I prefer, you know, I prefer eye contact validation. You got it. Uh, Nods. We do have the newest technology in uh, safe places, mostly because it's imaginary, but uh, that gives us limitless options, believe it or not. It's a, it's a great thing about it. Can you see it? I'm smoothing and patting and rubbing down this safe place. And sometimes, you know, if it's validating for people to say, safe place, when you come in, just like BBD would, Belbiv DeVoe, BBDV, you know, BVDVD. DeVoe. I guess there's no D, though. It's just, but, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, safe place. However, you'd like to, and you say, well, no, I'd prefer, I'm not, I just want to walk in and curl up in my privatized, private safe place. Go go for it. That's an option, too. What I was going to say, though, is if you prefer your valid, like you say, well, this might be me. I'm not even sure because I don't know if I've ever walked into a, well, I have walked into some validating spaces before, and we could go with some parking jokes if we wanted to. But uh, and I'd say, well, no, I don't like. I do probably crave validation, but maybe another part of me says, no, 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 I don't want any validating applause. I would shrink from it or shirk from it. Uh, but it's a this new technology I've been working on at the, uh, you know. <laughs> You know, I used to be a student of Imagination Station back on, uh, I think it was my local public TV station. It could have been one of the original super stations. And I think it was out of Philly. It was a drawing, uh, a drawing. It was kind of like a one part mystery science theater and one part Bob Ross, uh, if my memory serves correct, which I think it does. And uh, that was a safe place for me, Imagination Station. I think it was mostly space-related drawings uh, and more geared at kids. And it was drawing versus – and may, maybe my memory doesn't serve correctly, which normally doesn't. Uh, what was my point, though? Oh, I think that's where I earned a degree – an imaginary degree from the Imagination Station because I didn't earn a drawing degree. I would just watch it uh, and enjoy it. Uh, but this, oh, I was going to say, yeah, however you want your validation, I, I, I can, I'll try to provide it, um, or to make you, you, you no, no, to allow you to feel validated. And the real reason is because I really, truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. 
And what I'm going to do is uh, send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, you know, tangents, uh, rustified tangents. What else am I going to do? Like filler words, boatloads of filler words. I, I have actually, you know, sh- shiploads of them. I said boatloads won't be enough. We're going to need shiploads. So. Uh, those are coming. Maybe they're already here in the show. Uh, that was a uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, that those two are free. Those actually just came in right as I opened my mouth. Uh, but I'm here to help. If you're new, here's the structure of the show. First few minutes are business. That's how we keep the show going. When you're handed to fridge tomorrow, just remember to go sleep with me podcast.com. That's how you find the sponsors and all that stuff. Uh, then there's an intro, which we're about, probably about uh, five minutes into, and the intro's around 12 minutes of me trying to explain what the podcast is. So far, nearly 700 tries. I haven't successfully done it. Uh, but what I have successfully done is keep you company, take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake, and a lot of people fall asleep during the intro. Uh, so the intro is part of the show, but then there's a story portion. Tonight will be our... Uh, episodically modular serial series, uh, Nuns in Space, The Stand Chronicles. And that, that'll that'll be there. So, oh, structure, yeah. And then there's some thank yous at the end. There's some business tucked between the intro and the show. So that's the structure show. If you're new, you, here's the thing. You don't really need to listen to me. You can try to figure out how the show works or if I'm making any sense or you can follow what I'm saying. Uh, just kind of do it in a, like a, like a looser way. Cause remember, like, uh, here's the thing. I went to a school uh, on TV that I barely remember called Imagination Station. And it was a, it was a drawing school, but I said, I actually didn't even send this letter, but I said, well, technically it's called Imagination Station. And I was stationary in imagining or imaginating, or emoting imagines. I think I do. I don't know if you can emote imagines, but I probably have. Uh, I'd like to look that up. Is that, was that, I think that was Imagine Dragons' first music, maybe that was their first, uh, before they added the person that made them break big. I think they were called emote imagines. Maybe not, though. Uh, where was I? A structure show. Oh, you don't need to listen to me. Okay. I think you figured that out. But you can. I'll be here all the way to the end. And that goes with the other part of the show. This is a podcast to be here while you fall asleep as opposed to put you to sleep. I know I say that. And I use terms like boring uh, because it's really tough to explain how the show works when I really don't know, even though I've made 600 and, you know, I even know 98 episodes. I don't know where I am on the production schedule. Maybe over 700, but uh, what was it, my point? Hmm. <laughs> it went right over my head. Oh, but yeah, so you don't need to listen to me. No pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company, and you fall asleep as you wish or when you wish. Uh, as you wish, as uh, Princess Bride once said. Or he, the princess's, wait, I just, the princess's bride, wasn't it with the princess's bride? And I never thought about the title. I never tried to figure out the title. And here's the thing. You don't need to figure out that title or this movie. I'll tell you. Uh, just say, uh, 
the fun pirate Roberts, uh, a.k.a. Wesley, uh, as you wish. If none of that makes any sense, uh, I go back to the... Okay, so you don't need to listen to me. You don't. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm here to keep you company. I mean, I'm a person in that docks on the Imagination Station, ideally. And after this episode, hopefully I'll procrastinate in doing something else and Google who the gentleman was that made Imagination Station. Once again, I remember having a conversation with somebody from, I think they were from, they might have been from like South Jersey. Yeah, they were. And they know knew about Imagination Station, too. And they said, oh, yeah, they actually knew facts about it. They may have even had an Imagination Station patch. And the, my memory of Imagination Station laid, I mean, obviously, it became part of my existence. They said, well, what do you believe in, Scoots? Well, I believe in the uh, four tenets of Imagination Station. Well, no, not all of them. Drawing, I believe in drawing. I just believe I'm not good at it. Uh, doodling, yes. Uh, imagination, ma- imagining. You know, I forgot the other tenants. Uh, kindness, of course. Kindness is most important. At the, an openness, curiosity, uh, fun. Uh, I think there might have been. I think it might have been an eight-pointed star of the imagination station. Maybe it was eight tenants. Um, so, oh, but it, like, uh, what was I saying? So I forgot about the imagination station for a while. I guess this is a, like a pointless, t- pointless meander, but it has a point. And then there was this band in Oakland called the Phenomenons, and they were kind of like a, a sci-fi rockabilly, uh, kind of type band. And they had outfits they would wear. And they were kind of like a little bit of performance artists at the same time as playing music. And they remind. And I said when I when I went to see them the first time, they said Imagination Station. This is just like a, Imagination Station as a band. And I think their music is probably on Spotify or something. Pretty fun. Pretty fun if you like. Uh, they got a bunch of songs about Earth is the best. That's one of their songs. Um, uh, so. Check it out. You'll enjoy it. Uh, and maybe Google, check out YouTube for Imagination Station. I will be later. Uh, maybe it'll re- be relaxing, or maybe you'll just say, huh, that makes it. Maybe it won't be. And you say, well, that makes a lot of sense that Scoots was into that. Uh, it's a different, just like this podcast. And this podcast is a little bit different because uh, I believe wherever you're from, wherever in the world you're listening from, whatever you're going through, Whatever you're dealing with, I want to be here for you in the deep, dark night if I can, because I've been there, uh, hopeless, to be honest, uh, sometimes, even when it's just like, uh, you say, okay, let me just do a little self-soothing, or get up and move around, you say, okay, no, it's not as bad as I felt during that moment. If I can steer you around those moments and keep you company maybe keep you barely entertained in a way where you say, well, I'm barely entertained. I think I'll fall asleep. Yeah. I'll be doing my job. If I can give you a tiny modicum, an ounce of comfort, uh, make you look forward to bedtime or just feel neutral about it. It would be my honor. 
in all those all the studying I didn't do for ma- at the imagination station, all the watching and consumption in the lifetime of imagining will be worth it. So this podcast doesn't work for everybody. It's a little bit different. Uh, all I'd ask is you give it a few tries, uh, see if it helps, because uh, I really work hard, and I strive and I yearn, and I want to help you fall asleep. Thank you for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night uh, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, physical sensations, time, temperature, changes in your routine, uh, you know, moving, traveling, Whatever it is, wind, I mean, that is something that's under, underrated of great things and annoyances. You say, what's up with that wind? And, you know, it's, it depends on where you're at, and it's no judgment. Sometimes you're in a non-wind, you're, you say, well, I'm not in the mood for the wind tonight. So if you could cut it out, you know, uh, cloud gods, uh, quit your blowing. And they say, actually, it's a low-pressure high. I say, okay, thanks, Wayne Mahar. Wayne Mahar is a weatherman of my youth. Yeah, but so what was I saying? Oh, a lot of different things to keep you up at night. This podcast is here to keep you company. What I'm going to do is this. Send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, dusty tangents with a little bit of rust. Oh, creaky, creaky, dulcet tones, right? Is that what I said? Or creaky, did I say that? Uh, a lot of different things, extra words, going off point, obscenely long intro, uh, where I don't get to the point of explaining what the podcast is, and in doing so, hardy har har, I kind of do. Uh, but here's the thing, if you're new, I mean, what I'm going to do with this intro is I'm going to try to make a metaphor of how the podcast works, possibly involving dogs tonight, because I got two right outside the climbing closet where I record the podcast. Uh, but what first I'll do is uh, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I hope this podcast can help. It doesn't work for everybody, but give it a few tries. Don't try too hard to make sense of it. The way, like uh, the parts of your brain that might try to make sense of this podcast, maybe the parts of you that aligned with the parts of you that keep you up. Uh, so keep the kickback and just barely listen. That's uh, kind of what this podcast is. It's a bit of a bit more than background noise. Uh, but it would be like if you were, I guess this may be the metaphor that I wasn't looking for. I was going to talk about dog beds, but now I'm thinking about being a wind interpreter. And at first you might chortle, which I don't think is a word I've ever used on this podcast before, but you might chortle. You say, scoots, there's no such thing. And I'd say, really? Well, ask the NWS, National Weather Service, or the International Weather Service, if there is one. Also, if either one of you offer, uh, what are those called, uh, honorary degrees, I'd love to become Dr. Weather. And maybe I would even sing a song about it. It would actually be just stormy weather, but it would be Dr. Weather. And if you want, when I receive the award, I could wear a lab coat and maybe a cloud hat with a lightning bolt. I, that's just a proposal, but I'm actually in the middle of a podcast intro. But w- let's get back to that about honorary degree in wind interpreting. 
Or maybe remind me to do a whole episode about the wind listener. Okay, but well, crickets in my brain. That's a good saying. So if you're new, you, clearly you don't need to listen to me. I think that was my first point. You're kind of like listening to the wind. If you're in the right mood, you say, well, that's nice. It's a nice, a steady, well, not always steady, but, you know, it's, it's a sound, and it's helping me unwind and, and get it deeper in bed and sink in. And maybe it's just a, like a nice, you know, b- 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 bigger than a breeze, but not too heavy where you say, okay, it's good. It's clean. You know, it's bringing some new air into town. About time we cleared out the air around here. So you say, okay, I could breeze with the wind. I can rest. But you're not trying to make sense of it too much. That's kind of what one way to listen to this podcast. So you could listen however you choose. Yeah, I just want to let you know and give you full permission. You don't have to listen to me. So that's one. Two, I'm here to keep you company while you fall asleep. I won't really put you to sleep. I'll just be here at your side as you drift off into dreamland. Not that differently to continue with the wind metaphor. If I was holding some dried leaves, you know, and there's no wind, you'd just say, okay, got some dried leaves in my hand. And some people might say, well, Scoots, what are you doing holding dried leaves? Are you going to crunch them for a soothing sound? I say, no, uh, though that is an idea. As long as these are 100% dried leaves, then, then that would be okay. No, I'm just waiting for a breeze to come in and carry them lightly off of my palm and to drift them away to a new home. You know, where they could support a biome just so I could sneak in a cheap rhyme and <laughs> then forget what I was going to say. But, you know, they dr- gently drift away. Ideally, you'll drift away, uh, and, and, you know, as I'm talking. But if you can't sleep, I'll be here till the end. Believe me, I make this show as much uh, for all the people that fall asleep, I think, make it a, a complete podcast. Uh, even if you fall asleep in the 10 minutes, the hour podcast is really what's putting you to sleep somehow. Uh, but I also make it this podcast for the sliver of people who can't fall asleep. I'll be here till the end, uh, gently rambling and uh, interpreting the wind or listening to the wind. So, okay, those are the things. Structurally, the show starts off a little late for this, but it starts off with an intro that's around 12 to 15 minutes after some business that we open the show with. There's some business between the intro and the story. And then there'll be, tonight we'll be talking about uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. And But, but believe me, it'll be like a meandering coverage where you say, wait a second, was that really an episode? And this one's a doozy because they think it only has... Uh, the two locations, I mean, if you count different locations on the Enterprise, maybe more, but uh, but this isn't about the filming of the show. Uh, so where was I? Oh, I was talking about wind. So, yeah, oh, so the, that's the podcast. You don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm here to help. I'm here to be your friend. I've been there, sleepless in the deep, dark night. And I'd like to do your favor and uh, keep you company while you drift off. But I was thinking about this with the wind. Like at first, like I said, you would chortle because you'd say, Scooch, you can't interpret the wind. And then I say, well, if I was an expert at wind, I, I may be, I don't know, I don't have a wind expert. And of course, someone might say, you know, break it. What do they say? Break and wind. But no, this isn't a time for jokes like that. It's just a, if you had someone with expertise in winds, 
And they then they were also even narrower. They were an audio wind expert and maybe a sensory wind expert. They could feel the wind, feel the breeze. That's what I used to say when I would run, even though I wasn't very fast. It's, I think I'd say taste my breeze. How about, no, I don't think any of those uh, scent companies should take that. Taste my breeze. Because you really don't like it. It's more like, uh, where was I? So if you were, so we're with an imaginary wind expert. And they know everything about the wind. They really got it down. They could actually interpret the wind for you. Now, it wouldn't be uh, like an English language. Well, I guess if you're communicating in English, they would use English. But they'd say, okay, you know, that's first off, that's coming in from the northwest. Does that mean it's headed to the south? That would be my first question. Does that mean it's, I never understand that. It's coming from the northwest. It's going to the southeast. Is that what what we're talking about? And they would say, you might be picking up the temperature and the wind, and that's from this factor. And they'd say, you might notice some moistness or some dryness. This is from that, uh, you know, this thingamajig, what's causing it. Then they could go into your whole low pressure, high pressure, whatever the thing, you know, things you use on the map. Maybe they have their own pointer and stuff. Would you believe right now, in between weather people, like, I, I don't want to, um, like, I used to watch a channel primarily for Sal uh, Castaneda, uh, just because I feel like, I, I don't know, uh, I don't know, I just have an affinity for Sal. He does the, the, the traffic. And I did really enjoy the weather person, but then I, I kind of changed it. No, no, I, I, I only, I, I'm now doubling up Sal. Don't worry, I, mean, I didn't switch to morning news. But I do. I did start watching another news channel just because I liked two of the personalities on there, uh, Reggie and Natasha. I, I'll say it, and and Jessica. I said I really like it. Like not that I like them better than anyway. I shouldn't bring this up in the middle. I was just trying to talk about weather. Uh, but where was I? Oh boy, uh, it, it really went off the rails. Those are all local news news people. Uh, but so, yeah, if you're with a wind expert, they could really interpret the wind, I imagine. I don't know of any wind experts. I'm trying to think of what pot. Maybe this would be the time. I keep saying Dallas uh, from 20,000 hertz. Uh, maybe this is the one where I get a hold of Dallas and we do a crossover episode about wind. Because uh, Dallas uh, has a, a podcast about sound. There's also a wonderful podcast, World of Sound. Uh, uh, which is shorter form, but Dallas does these deep dives. So maybe, maybe, maybe that's, that'll be the one. Where was I though? Oh, well, I guess the thing, the difference is if someone was actually an expert in the wind, you'd probably want to listen to their interpretations. So if you're a normal person, you'd be like, okay, can you, unless you're really interested like me, you'd say, okay, is it going to be nice tomorrow or not? Do I need a jacket? Is it going to rain? Is it going to be hot or cold tomorrow? You know, is it, is it what up, what's up with the wind? You know, uh, blustery wind at night, is it a sailor's delight or not? Uh, or should I take warning? And they'd say, well, the wind can't tell you that. And you say, well, the friggin' sun can. So what's up? What do you mean? How are you an expert? I'm an amateur sun watcher. And then they'd storm out. That's where what really happened. I did have the one ex- expert, uh, uh, Sandy Seabreeze was her was her pseudonym. 
and she was the world's foremost expert on wind that was speaking to me, but no longer because of that uh, fallout. And then she said, you don't watch Steve Paulson anymore? And I said, please, please, look, uh, I love all local newscasters. It's just some currently. I, anyway, I said, come on, give me a break. So whether it's in morning news uh, uh, that uh, bookends your day or the evening breeze, or maybe you live in Seabreeze Park or something, and that's the name of your evening paper, you say, I'm going to settle in and read the, you know, do the uh, puzzles in the evening breeze. Or maybe you go running at night and you say, or, you know, you're breaking wind. You know, you say, it's time for the evening breeze. Please keep it. I think those jokes went out of fashion when they stopped being funny, which was, uh, uh, what, fourth grade. But I do like the idea of a newspaper being called the evening breeze. Breeze through it. It's only, you know, it's only the lightest news. You know, they actually you could, if you had a newspaper, here, here's the thing. Give me a GIF on the phone because I know he has WAPO. Is uh, when I put on my, what, what is that called when you're a news person? Not a news person, like you're the, what is that called? I don't know what it's called. I know you don't know what it's called because <laughs> you're my brain. Uh, I, I thought I could, like a person that's a fan of the news. Uh, but if so, maybe they could have one, like they say, well, we got the WAPO, that's for hard news or whatever. Now we have the evening breeze. Uh, that's for news that's really nothing. Uh, you see, breezy news. Uh, kittens, cute or cuter. Uh, how did I get, so anyway, this podcast actually should be a bit of the evening breeze to you. Some fresh air, some lightness. Like linens on the line, gently flapping, my gums will be, to help you fall asleep. Now, like I said, it doesn't work for everybody, so give it a few tries. Almost every person that regularly listens to this podcast, even people I've become friends with that make podcasts, they say, well, the first time I listened, uh, I said, what? uh, It took a few times. It takes a few times. This podcast is pretty different, but it's here to help. It's not anything aggressive. So put it on like like the wind and see what happens, or like the morning news, and you say, well, uh, the morning weather. What was the weather song? Was it going to be called Dr. Weather or Dr. Breezy? That, maybe that would be, wasn't McBreezy, was that, oh, McDreamy? Was it, Was there a show with, uh, was there a McBreezy? Maybe, could I get back, could they put that show back on the air and then give me a, like, a recurring role? Is Dr. Breezy? I don't think I have the locks. I need a, you know, I'd need a wig or something. Now peering. What show is that called? Me- Medical Love or something, right? Doctor's Hope. Or you say, okay, hey, uh, I'm Dr. Breezy here with the hair. Used to be weather person. Used to be Dr. Uh, whatever it was, Dr. Wind. Oh, Dr. Breezy. Well, no, I don't know. But anyway, I got to close this intro. I'm glad you're here. And I really want to help you fall asleep. But it's a bit goofy. Uh, but give it a few tries. Uh, thank you so much for giving me your time. And I work very hard. I strive in here, and I'd, I'd like to help you fall asleep. Thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. 
All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, uh, you know, inside stuff, outside stuff, travel, changes in routine. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. And what what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, rusty meanders, uh, faded sleep dust, uh, ta- tangled tangents. I don't know if I've ever said that. They're over, you know, over alliteration. I'm the only person. They say easy on the alliteration. It's not ketchup scoots. And I say, when it's coming out of my mouth, it's like, if I could think of something that's alliterative with ketchup, I'm instantly, brain, please, uh, I just say, I've caught up with ketchup, my brain caught, but they say, uh, where was I? Oh, also, uh, mix-ups, plenty of mix-ups. So here's the thing, if you're new, podcast takes a few tries to get used to. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, it's a bit goofy or silly. And yeah, I have gruffish, uh, creaky dulcet tones and rusty meanders, but I'm here to help. I'm here to take your mind off stuff. Try to win your trust. I, I'm not, I don't operate on the assumption you're going to trust me. Uh, cause why would you, you're in bed, you're having trouble falling asleep, uh, and, and give it a few tries if you're skeptical and see if it helps you. Uh, but the way I help is, uh, uh, Let's see, this is a, I'm already, this is a, usually the intros are different every time, but this one I'm already off uh, my normal topic. Uh, but if you're new, yeah, give it a few tries. I'm going to just uh, do a long intro and then a bedtime story based on another podcast uh, to take your mind off stuff. Uh, and it should be just distracting enough to, to keep your mind off whatever's keeping you awake, uh, but not so engaging that you have to listen. Uh, so that's one of the things. You don't need to listen to this podcast. You can listen in any manner you choose or what works for you. Uh, so you can uh, like uh, you can listen the whole time. I'll be here the whole time. You could tune me out. You could put me on uh, you know low. Uh, you could play me in the other room. However you wish to listen. Uh, but I don't expect your full attention. I guess that's the thing. Uh, I don't expect you to listen to me or be super engaged, uh, you know, just to listen at, at your leisure. So you don't need to listen, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here about an hour. And uh, tonight's episode will be really, uh, really soothing, I think. Uh, so uh, I'll be here the whole time to keep you company, whether you're awake or asleep. I'll be putting in the work because uh, I really believe that's part of what the, makes the podcast work is that I'm here the whole time, whether you need to listen to me or not, to help. Uh, kind of like a friend. Like, I, I call myself your boar friend sometimes, your boar bud, your boar sib, uh, your boar bestie. Whatever term you're comfortable with. You could just say, uh, I think some people call me the boring guy or the boar guy uh, I've heard recently. So whatever works for you. Uh, but you don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. Uh, I'll be here for an hour. Uh, structurally what to expect, uh, is, uh, the show starts off with a few minutes of business. Um, that's how we keep the show going. Uh, if you're new, not super important. If you're a regular listener, especially if you fall asleep fast, uh, please go to sleepwithmepodcast.com 
and look at our sponsors or become a patron because that's how the show keeps going. Uh, but if you're new, not a big deal. Uh, so that's a few minutes. Then there's an intro, which we're like five minutes into. The intros are usually about 12 minutes of me rambling and trying to make trying to earn your trust if you're new. And even that doesn't, even that takes like three different episodes usually. Cause uh, again, I'm a skeptical person. I, I think, uh, if you're skeptical about this, it's perfectly natural. And if it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. Um, because yeah, it doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but here's the thing. I hope and wish it does work for you. So, so that's like, uh, like, yeah, cause I really truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep and I've been there. Uh, unable to fall asleep, so I know how it feels. Uh, so structurally, oh, so the show starts off with uh, yeah, twelve minutes of business. Then after that, we're gonna have a setup and then a bedtime story, uh, based on a story from another podcast uh, here on Night Vale Presents. Uh, so we'll talk about that uh, later, a little later in the show. Uh, but yeah, that'll be like a meandering bedtime story that ends with some thank yous and good nights. There's a little business between the intro and the story, and that's about it. Uh, that's just structurally what to expect. Uh, and uh, tonight's method is, uh, like, uh, there's a lot of different methods I use, but, yeah, Tangled Meanders is one I didn't even realize. Oh, no, Tangled Tangents. Uh, my meander was so tangled, I forgot what it was. Uh, yeah, uh, like, I do do Tangled Tangents. I don't know how many people, how many fisher people we have out there. I don't, I, I did go fishing when I was a kid, occasionally, like from shore, like, cause I wanted, you know, cause I was trying to do my best, uh, tuck, tuck Finn, uh, what was it, Tom, I'm kidding, Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer imitation. And I went a couple times fishing in a boat with some of my older cousins and uncles and, and my dad, but it wasn't like a major thing we did. And it, like, uh, I don't know, but, but I know there's like fishing line and I was always getting that tangled and any kind of line or rope, uh, or now had, you know, cords, uh, or cords, I tend to get tangled. It's just a natural part of being me. I'm a natural tangle, tangling tangents and tangling stuff. Uh, you say, Hey, you want your, do you need a hair tangler? Not a detangler. I, I called up suave. Actually, don't call, uh, like, don't don't just start dialing numbers with Suave at the end. There's a piece of, uh, but I called up their number. I said, hey, uh, at first, uh, don't, also don't call, call Suave and then make VO5 hot oil jokes, because uh, I tried to do that. Uh, I said, is oil hot? And they said, what? I said, the VO5 hot oil, is it hot or not? Uh, and then they hung up, and then I changed phones, called again. And they said, sorry about all those VO5 hot oil jokes. Uh, I said, it's just too hot to stop. I said, I just like, once my mouth gets oiled uh, with hot oil. And they say, that's for your hair. And I said, yeah, I know. So they they don't have a number anymore. So then I called another company that makes Detangler. And I said, do you need, I said, what's your ad campaign? Because all I know is you're next to the, uh, um, you know, the, the, the bath, bubble bath stuff. And I said, no offense, I think you do, I think there's pretty much a monopoly nowadays on hair products, uh, for the most part, in the supermarket where I get mine. But I think you're underperforming in your, I said, I'm, I may be a shareholder, but, but or maybe not, but I think you're underperforming in the marketplace. 
And then I just started leaving voicemails. I learned after that call to just get all your ideas out into voicemails. Uh, so this was like more of even more uh, tangled tangents. Uh, but I said, you could start a campaign with me as the, the tangler. Uh, and then your detangler would, uh, could fix everything. It turns out that, yeah, it's not a pro. I said, what is in there? Water and something. I said, uh, what do you mean it's not profitable? I said, well, what kind of world do we live in where there's no marketing budget for detangler? And they said, can you look around? I said, can you see the, the message in my message? He said, this whole thing may be your fault that you've not been marketing the detangler properly. And I'm here to fix everything. Uh, and they said, how? And I said, well, I'm really good at tangling things. And you never heard, I mean, holy cow, I, I, really these marketing, what are these called? Customer service people. It really is hard to get them to sigh for most people. I said, maybe, do you know anybody from the bridge of size? I said, I can make people sigh too. And then I said, I'm just really good at tangling things. I tangle tangents for a living, believe it or not. Uh, and I said, I could use that in the commercial if you pay me. And you'd, I said, you'd have to pay me for the copywriting too. Uh, you know, I could blow off, uh, like I could have a t tangling spray and we could have a showdown, you know, and I'd say I tangle tangents for a living and you could have the spaghetti Western music. Um, I said, what about, I think there's an octopus on one of your bottles of detangler or bubble bath anyway, a friendly kid, friendly one. I said, that could be the detangler. And maybe I would be the one, you know, kind of, uh, tan you know, causing tangles. Because for an octopus, uh, that wouldn't be good. And then they said, well, I don't think this is a good use of my time. And I said, well, okay, well, you know, free marketing ideas don't come every day. And they said, you you think you really think you're the only person that calls these numbers with your marketing ideas? And I said, well, how many detanglers have you heard from? And then they laughed. They said, well, no, no. I said, that's right. Uh, they said, believe me. I, got, I said, I got a successful podcast. I've been, you know, I've been tangling tangents uh, going on five years. And it turned out it was a thanks or no thanks. And I said, well, my audience will just be the beneficiary of my tangled tangents. So if you're new, it, like, uh, it might have sounded like I, I have a procedure for tangling stuff, but it's just natural. It, like some people get, some people have natural charisma. Some people are just naturals. Uh, some people have a natural glow. Some people are naturally like uh, friendly, optimistic. Uh, you know, naturally, some people are, have natural grace. I've heard. You know, like uh, whatever they move with a lightness. Uh, naturally kind. Uh, there's a lot of good. Na I, I'm naturally and I tangle things naturally. Like if, if I was with Watson and Holmes and I had a sidekick, he'd say, naturally tangled, my dear Scooter. Tangled naturally, my dear Scooter. And I'd say, that's right. Uh, you're going to have to get some scissors to get me out of this one, uh, Watson, or whoever, whomever it was. Uh, but in the podcast situation, these ta tangled tangents are where you're kind of following me. I'm taking your mind off of stuff. You could see the label of the uh, body wash or uh, bubble bath in the grocery store. And you stop thinking about whatever's keeping you awake. And then I wind back around and I call up the number. 
And then at some point you wake up at breakfast tomorrow. And if you and your partner or one of your friends listens, you say, what was Scoots talking about in the podcast again? He's saying, well, VO5, a hot oil again. Uh, And then they'd say, did he say Vidal Sassoon and giggle? And they say, well, he did, but it was uh, very meta because he waited, uh, he saved it for extra punch. And then they said, did he say Vidal Sassoon? And I said, they said, no, he's never said it like that. He usually says it like, uh, va, va, voom, vidal, vidal. He's never said Vidal either. Uh, did he say what in the name of Gore Vidal Sassoon? And, and I said, I don't know. I was asleep. Uh, they say, what, who, what kind of kid becomes a man who's obsessed with VO5 hot oil? They say, thank goodness for Scoots and his tangled tangents. Puts me right to sleep. That's what a regular, that's the life of a regular listener. And they get constantly applause because they say, where'd you get that natural glow? And they say, it's not natural. It's uh, corny jokes about VO5 hot oil that put me to sleep, uh, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, there is a, the hair place. They say, man, you're holy follicles. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, your split hair is split uh, because there's none. What what happened? They say, well, I slept great. That's what happened. Uh, uh, you could thank Vidal Sassoon. Uh, I'm only laughing because it's so ridiculously not funny that it uh, cracks me up. Uh, Scooter, he's so unfunny. It's uh, almost funny. And I'm here to put a smile on your face, really. That's why I'm so goofy and silly, is because I want to help. I want to lighten the pressure at bedtime, because I've been there. So give the podcast a few tries. See if it can help you, uh, because I strive. I work very hard, and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thank you so much for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, uh, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, Physical sensations, time, temperature, changes in routine, travel, you know, work, uh, play, whatever it is, I'm I'm here to help. Uh, It could just be, you know, stuff, uh, you know, annoying outside noises, uh, whatever it is. I really, truly, genuinely am here to help you. Uh, And now, despite guess it doesn't work for everybody. If you're new, give it a few tries. Uh, but also, don't try to make too much sense of this. This intro is not going to make a whole lot of sense. It'll just barely make sense. That's kind of how the podcast works. Uh, but here's what I'm going to try to do. is try to create a safe place, as I said. I'm going to smooth it. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, which I think you could hear pretty clearly. The pointless meanders. Uh, rustified tangents. Uh, mishandled metaphors. I don't think there's been in the in all the days of metaphors. There's never been someone who's mishandled. There's metaphors, also mislabeled them, and even mis like uh, missing metaphors. Metaphors you'll miss. Uh, but I'm also something like if if I sang ballads like yacht rock, you know what yacht rock is. I think I'd say sing like if I was a. Uh, 
I don't know, is Christopher Cross, is he one of the people that sings those kind of ballads? Uh, I would sing a song about missing metaphors. Uh, uh, seriously, I, I would sing, I don't know if it would be straight up love ballad. I think more of like a power, is that a power ballad? Maybe I should save these questions for a little while. Has anyone written a love song to a metaphor? I guess we'll know, well, maybe we'll probe that in a minute. Uh, but if you're new, welcome. Uh, let me tell you about the structure of the show, just so you have, uh, like, because uh, uh, <laughs> that's what I just do. So the show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the show going and free. And then there's an intro, which I just started. The intros are around 12 minutes or, show, or so. It kind of like a monologue where I mishandle things. I mean, ba- basically, my metaphors and everything else uh like normally, a normal intro, you could you could say, boom, this is the podcast that puts you to sleep. I'm going to do it. I got I got candles. I got sleep grease. I got uh, I got incantations. I got, you know, whatever. I'm, I have sublime, you know, I don't have any of that, though. I have intuition, uh, no superstition. And, uh, you know, with the power of Titian, I'm putting you to sleep. That would be welcome to uh, sleep sleep pros or something. It would be P-R-O-S. I think I try, I try to use sleepy pros. I mean, as I just said, it, my pro, I put my pros to sleep even. Uh, but, you know, that would be, we're a sleep, you know, a sleep team. Shushings. And then it would have some... You know, we got vibro- sympathetic vibrations. We got them. So that might be another podcast. This one, I try to take, uh, I try to do that in one or two minutes. It takes me about 12. Uh, but what I found is during the intro, some people start to unwind. They listen as they go through the bedtime routine or they get in bed and they start to wind down. Other people fall asleep during the intro and some people skip the intro. They say, hey, I want to get to the bedtime story. So they know to jump ahead like 14 minutes or so. Uh, but the, the intro's really job is to uh, try to establish some rapport, make you feel welcome, and that this is a safe place. It's a little bit different place, but it's safe. Uh, and that, yeah, I'm a bit of a, I'm a mishandler. And a bit of a goofball to barely not put a smile on your face, but bring your face to a neutral position. Maybe your shoulders, they feel a little bit relaxed. Maybe your cushion, you know, maybe you get a little bit more snug in bed. So that's the intro. Then there's a story. Tonight will be kind of a retrospective of uh, episodes uh, 500 through 600 of the podcast. Uh, looking back uh, to kind of celebrate uh, passing episode 700. Yeah, so it'll be fun. It'll be like uh, just a quick, quick saying, oh, well, what was that episode? Because I just recorded it and I'm doing the intro now. I say, whoa, wait, this happened like 17 times. Uh, huh, what was that episode about uh, that I made? Uh, interesting title. And then I say, well, interesting. I'm still not remembering it. Uh, uh, so that's what it'll be. A bit of a bedtime story. If you're new, here's the other things to know. No pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for an hour to keep you company. So you can fall asleep whenever you want. Also, no pressure to listen. This will be uh, barely engaging, ideally just enough to take your mind off of stuff. 
but not interesting enough where you're like, well, I got to hear when Scooter forgets the title of his own, what his own podcast episode's about. I can't miss that. I'm sure the regular listeners would be hardy har harring right now because they'd say, well, they kind of, you'll get used to that if you stick around in these parts. Uh, I also like to say Oshkosh Bagash, though I haven't said in a while, so I was just throwing that out there. Oh boy. In the past to 700 episodes, I probably said, oh boy. Uh, oh dear. Oh, oh, oh boy. Yeah, I probably said, uh, and, uh, and I know like it stuff a few million times. Uh, but I'm here to help. Uh, I'm here to keep you company because I've been there and I truly deserve, I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And I want to help because uh, when I have trouble sleeping, it's not pleasant. And I think uh, if I could help you take your mind off that, make you feel comfortable and validated, it sucks if you can't sleep. And I really would like to help. So let's see how it goes. I'm going to be here to keep you company and who am i what qualifies me to make a sleep podcast that puts people sleep other than having trouble sleeping what kind of person is making this podcast kind of person that would think about uh for the next four or five three or four or five or two minutes uh what would go into a love ballad uh power ballad a yacht rock song an 80s uh music number two uh metaphors and well one I mean, I'm sure there's poetry about people loving metaphors, you know, but uh, has anyone written any love songs for metaphors? Like Angel is a metaphor uh, or something, you know, that that, a really catchy pop song. I guess I I would say, cool, if you have an obscure song about metaphors, I'll check it out. Uh, You know, (laughs) send it to my, I don't have any people, so send it to those people, send it to my people. uh, I mean, I think it would be different than an ode. Here's the thing. Would a love song to metaphors contain metaphors, and, and would that be weird? Here's another question. If we did that, do metaphors get jealous? Uh, uh, I mean, here's a, a broader question maybe we have not answered. Is uh, our metaphor sentient? My brain is, uh, I think my brain's packing up and going somewhere. And it's like, and it's also palming its forehead. Uh, but I think those are fair questions. Oh, okay. Here's okay. If you're not ready for that brain, hold on, put that suitcase down. Where did you get that suitcase? Is there, I didn't realize there was a leather suitcase in my brain for my brain to pick up. Uh, what do you have in there? Like socks and underwear? I'll get back to the metaphors. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say brain, have a seat, sit on that bed there. Also, I didn't realize my brain had its own twin bed. Yeah, here's something, brain, to think about. Can a metaphor be loved and feel loved is the biggest question. And you you could use a tree falling in the woods. Yes, you could use a tree falling in the woods metaphor for that. Uh, you don't know exactly how it connect to it, but I'd say can a metaphor be loved and be beloved? Yes. Can a metaphor feel love? Uh, who are we to ask, I would say. And if I was witty, I would have a metaphor tucked right in there uh, to, 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 you know, to, to, to whatever, but I don't. Um, here's, let me just do a check-in because I'm real, I'm getting some similes. How are you feeling about all this? Uh, is this, uh, is this okay? 
or are you feeling like a scorned something or other? Hardy har har. At least with similes, it's a little easier. No, I'm not pandering to you. Uh, what if we all, uh, what if we, here, come on, I'll take a hand, one hand, I'll hold my hand with a simile, and my, my other hand, I'll hold a hand with a metaphor, and I'll say, you know what, the tr- there's the truth, I, I can't write music, I can't write songs, can't sing on this podcast, and my, but I do, if I had the ability if if we could choose anyone, who would we choose to sing you both a song? Would it be Michael McDonald? Uh, would it be somehow the person who sang the Top Gun song, who's now I'm forgetting? Uh, Neil, would it be Neil Cicada? Uh, Christopher Cross? Uh, who, who modern would we have sing to you? Uh, would it be someone? Do do you have? What about Zane? How do you feel about Zane? And not like, uh, or someone else. Okay. Well, we don't, we don't have to decide it. I was just imagining who we'd have sing you a song. Uh, maybe Bette Midler. She doesn't sing power ballads. Uh, uh, what about like the Eurythmics? I could see how, 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 okay. You're, you're holding my hands a little bit tighter. Um, Okay, maybe just Annie Lennox uh, singing a song. I, I like it. I f- I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it so much. Uh, actually, was "Sweet Dreams" made of this? Uh, was that a was that a me- song? Was that a love song? Uh, to metaphors, because uh, without without you, metaphors and similes, of course. Uh, yeah, because I'm refer even when I accidentally say metaphors, I mean metaphors and similes. Oh boy, there's a knocking at one part. There's a bunch of narrative devices not outside my brain's door. Oh, and all other narrative devices uh, that Annie Lennox would sing to. Uh, without you, dreams would not be possible. Though dreams are already disagreeing with me. As I hold your hand, metaphor. Okay, let me just. I didn't realize there was so many people with uh, that want a skin in this Annie Lennox song about. Uh, there was just supposed to be no offense, simile, a uh, love song to metaphors, which you could say is like a love song to similes. Not funny. Okay, go ahead. That's okay. You can. We'll, I'll make it up to you, simile. Okay, don't please don't let any of those other narrative devices in there, because I don't even know is that an onomatopoeia? What? Okay, keep okay. A metaphor. I'm back. Uh, so I think it's probably best if Annie Lennox just sings the song to you. Yeah, it would be beautiful. It would be loving, and would express really my love and gratitude for, for you uh, to help me because without the podcast, because uh, here's how the podcast works. I don't think this would be for Lenny and Lenny. Lenny Annick's song. Also, by sorry, metaphor. That's actually who I booked to, to sing the song because I was looking at the price quotes, and I said, "Oh, I could afford Lenny Annick's uh, to sing you a song." Like, look at songwriting by Lenny Annick's. Uh, those prices are I, I can afford those prices. So it'll be a power ballad by Lenny Annick's to metaphors. Uh, I forgot what the point I was going to make. Well, the podcast wouldn't exist without you, metaphors, especially because I try to take the whole intro and make a metaphor 
to explain to people, hey, this is a podcast you don't need to listen to. And by trying to make a metaphor, I show that I'm not qualified to make a metaphor, which may, let's just, let's get, I don't want to be too out, maybe a metaphor within itself. Oh, it's an example. Okay, well, I don't have to click uh, on the Selenianics. Oh, you, I'm t- telling you, what if that's a, like a secret name? What is that, a pseudonym for Annie Lennox? Uh, like her side gigs. She says, well, this is where I really write my juiciest material is as, as Lenny Annex. Well, you're not so sure. Well, do you feel loved? Because seriously, I love you, metaphor. Well, you know, okay, good. Can you feel it? Uh, okay. We'll just rest here in my arms. Uh, yeah, like a sloth in my arms. Beautiful. So, hey, I'm sorry I'm back, everybody. I'm holding... A metaphor, I guess it's weird, but I'm a meta, I guess it's, um, I'm holding a metaphor that looks like a sloth to my arms. Uh, maybe it's a metaphor for all metaphors. Uh, and in some way, I'm holding it and, and holding it close and rocking it. Uh, uh, is it asleep? Because I was going to say, it's a bit of proxy for you uh, that I hope I can keep you here close. Uh, and rested, and uh, where you say, okay, this feels pretty good. This feels like uh, Annie Lennox just wrote a song for me uh, to say I'm loved, uh, to say I'm respected, to say I deserve a good night's sleep. Um, so I appreciate you coming by. If this is your first few times here, give it a few tries. This podcast a bit different. Uh, doesn't work for everybody, but it's harmless. So, uh, Give it a shot and see how it goes, uh, or a couple shots. Uh, but I'm glad you're here, and uh, I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, thank you so much for coming by. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show a going.